Welcome back to the Zen Row Podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Banweet Gill. And in today's Zen Share, I'm going to talk about me. Yes. Hey, why not? It's my show, right? We're more than a few episodes in, and I wanted a chance to properly introduce what I do and my services. I am starting a business coach and offer a business program. I help women start their business while also giving them the tools to abolish fears and release limiting beliefs along their journey to success. I offer a four-month business program, it's called Zenro Business Program, where you work one-on-one with me. We go through eight modules that cover both sides of the coin, mindset, energy, even dip our toes a little bit in spirituality, and the other side of it being step-by-step strategy on starting a business from your idea all the way to getting your first client. For me, making sure that my clients make money is what I call success. It shows that your business is viable and also that you're confident in your abilities and have conquered all your fears. For those that just want to dip their toe into working with me, I offer an Unleash Your Inner Zen Boss Babe meditation bundle as well. There's a ton of meditations on there geared towards being your best self and becoming more aware about what you want your life to be. The favorite on there is definitely the morning audio meditation. I've gotten a lot of great comments on that, but there's also other ones like releasing stress and anxiety, which is also very popular. So I'm gonna link all of this in the show notes if you wanna learn more. Um, But you know, quickly, you can just go to zenbro.co to to my website and, and view all the information there as well. And today's guest is actually one of my past clients, so you'll get to hear about her journey and how she started her business. So enjoy, and again, if you have any questions or want to learn more, definitely reach out um, on Instagram or through my website. Look forward to it. I'm really proud of today's guest. Here's why. She's a concussion warrior and Reiki practitioner. She's 25 and lives in Port Perry, Ontario, and has just recently started her business helping others through their own healing journey. She's also my past client. Welcome, Taylor. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, for sure. So we're just going to start off with a quick Zen rapid fire to get us warmed up. So... On a scale from zero to woo-woo, how spiritual are you? Ooh, um, I would say I'm probably about a an eight. Okay. Close to the woo-woo. I like it. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meditation or breath work? Ooh, breath work. Ooh, okay. Candles or incense? Candles, definitely. Crystals or essential oil? Oh, that is tough. Um, <laughs> crystals. <laughs> uh, and what book are you reading right now? Um, currently, I'm reading a book that I've read a couple times, actually. But it's called Braiding Sweetgrass. Um, it's by a lady named Robin Wall Kimmerer. It's her cool. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. And what is your daily ritual? My daily ritual. Um, So generally I do it at nighttime, kind of consists of a little bit of um, stretching on my yoga mat. And then I always go 
I really, I always wash my face so much, but I really always like to like wash my face before I go to bed, put on nice cream. Um, and then I've really got into, as I mentioned, the crystals. Um, mm -hmm. I really got into kind of like laying in bed at night, um, you know, placing one hand over my throat chakra and one over my solar plexus and just kind of like intuitively picking a crystal for that night and kind of like sitting with it. Um, it has helped a lot actually for my sleeping and dreaming. Nice. Um, like my dreams are so much less intense. Cool. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's really interesting. Um, and what is your sign? I'm a Sagittarius. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's awesome. Got to know a little bit more about you. Uh, mm -hmm. So now like, yeah, like if we can just first off explain what is a concussion warrior and Obviously it's a, it's an injury, but how did you get, get these injuries? Um, so <laughs> my uh, concussion stories are interesting. <laughs> um, so my first concussion was in 2015. Um, and this is my most normal one. I always like to say, um, I was just, I got in a car accident and I hit, um, my head off the side of the carpet on the roof. Um, and for that one, honestly, like, I don't know, healing was about like probably four days and I felt fine. Um, it wasn't so bad. Um, and then I got another one about two years later. Um, I was at a college party and someone decided to <laughs> throw a full beer can across the room and it exploded off of my um, right temple. So, oh gosh yeah <laughs> that one was really horrible and i still don't know who threw it so it was frustration as well um i don't think they threw it at me i was more just in the crossfire i guess i'd like to hope so anyways <laughs> but um that one i uh the time at the time i was just really upset because there's beer all over me and i didn't realize i actually had a concussion until about two days later um and it was my mom that kind of was like here you know, kind of not right, you should go to the doctors. Um, and then that one was about, you know, two weeks healing time. And they say, um, the more concussions you get, the harder it is to heal from them, because um, your brain is kind of like surrounded, um, you know, like by a membrane and a fluid, and the more you are bouncing it around, the less kind of give your brain has to absorb that shock and stuff that you're you know getting to your head um so those ones yeah not too bad just kind of resting in bed and then you know good to go um and then my last one which is about almost two years ago now um i was at work and i was just moving an ashtray um after a retirement party and i picked it up just kind of bear hugs the bottom I should mention they're kind of like the bigger ashtrays that you would see out in front of like a restaurant or like a storefront like kind of the I say commercial ashtray um and uh yeah so I bear hugged the bottom kind of rested the top of it on my left shoulder and just walked it about 50 meters and set it down and uh I get a I set it down unevenly causing the back part to hit me behind my left ear Mm. um yeah and it it hurt it hurt like heck to the point where I was like feeling for blood instantly um I didn't like lose consciousness or anything like that um but yeah I just was like holy crap 
I'm definitely, there's blood running down my neck right now. Um, but there wasn't. And I had a goose egg for about, about a week, um, I think after just behind my ear. Um, and I'm still uh, to this day dealing with severe um, migraines and headaches, just left-sided, which is so odd. I don't really, I don't get any pain on my right side. It's all on my left side. Um, so I just kind of have learned to like limit myself, but I, what happens, I guess for, I don't know, they say about 10% of people that get a concussion, um, it can actually move into post-concussion syndrome. And that's what I've been diagnosed with now. And um, that's when you have like persistent symptoms past, you know, the, the two week period or even the two month period, or, you know, it keeps persisting. And sometimes your symptoms actually get worse um, over time as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of um, self management, which is really hard because on days when I feel good and I feel like a little bit more like myself, I get really excited and I'm like, I want to do everything, you know? <laughs> and, um, and then I kind of pay for it later. So it's all about finding that balance um, yeah. that I'm learning right now. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. quite a, I mean, it feels like they were almost like freak accidents almost that, know. you know, consecutively happened in like kind of the same area. It's, it's really like, wow. I, I actually didn't know the full story all the full stories. And, and I'm, so I'm just learning about them now. And I'm just like, Wow. That's that's crazy how that happened. It's so weird. Like I was thinking about it too, you know, a beer can and an ashtray. Like it's like kind of takes you off of being a a drinking or or smoking for the rest of your life, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like there's definitely, I don't know, there's definitely some uh some things behind this like injuries, you know, Mm -hmm. some spiritual things that I've kind of found like connection in. Um, which I think has been good to help me, um, with that, like positive mindset and stuff, you know, that I kind of, you know, every, sometimes you think this is horrible. Why did this happen to me? And sometimes you think maybe this happened for a reason. Maybe I, you know, had some life lessons to learn and Mm -hmm. I really try and it's hard some days, but I try and focus on that side of things because it really only makes it, um, you know, yeah. want to say easier in the long run so yeah but I mean you have taken it in a more positive route like just you know becoming a Reiki practitioner and starting your business you've you haven't allowed these things to stop you from moving forward with your dreams and that's very commendable and inspiring for a lot of people because I can only imagine like you know, if I'm dealing with some some injuries or, or chronic illness, how how shitty it is to move forward and look to the future. So, like, what? Um, how did you overcome some of these like these days that you're saying that are bad days and good days? How did you overcome all of that and decide that hey, I'm still going to move forward and and like go after my dreams? Um. So it uh, it took a while, a long time to like get to that point, and I kind of had to get to a really really dark point in my life I think to like realize that I could change things for myself and I could kind of bring a certain amount of like happiness to my own life just by like some of the practices that I could incorporate in my my day-to-day and um 
I guess I would say about four months into the injury, I was very depressed and very much Mm -hmm. struggling. And I was kind of like, you know, contemplating if I even really wanted to be in the world anymore. And um, that was really hard for me because I've never been that kind of person. Um, And uh, to kind of like accept that, like, that that's the way I'm feeling. I was like, okay. And I, I told my mom and I remember like things, honestly, things kind of got better from that point. Once I announced that I was like struggling and I remember I went and things all kind of started with me with a journal um, and writing. Um, I remember just going and writing everything that I had been like replaying in my mind for like the last four months and just getting it all out of me. And, um, and then I remember having this feeling that I, if this, you know, if this injury was going to last a long time, I, I don't want to say that I didn't want to waste my life, but that's exactly what I was thinking was I don't want to waste time. Like I've always been kind of spiritual in the way to like always live life to the fullest and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of, um, you know, I remember my Nana was always like, you know, you live each day, like if you're going to die tomorrow, like, you know, you, you give it your all. And, um, that's always been huge for me. And what I think got me into that dark place too, is thinking that I'm stuck and I'm wasting my life. And in a way that was like my motivator to start. Um, and for Reiki, that almost kind of, fell into my lap I want to say um which is so magical to me now that I think about it which again is one of those things you know that I have to be thankful for like a silver lining um but yeah it really came from I think trying to bring happiness first and then thinking okay well what can I do so I don't feel like I'm wasting my time right now um and I also gave me purpose like my whole life I remember like when I was a kid I'd lay in bed like thinking of you know a speech or something that I could say to people to help them or make people feel happy like that's something I've always wanted inside um and part of me was like okay well let's talk about the concussion then I guess I have a reason now um and it was hard to talk about it like I'd have so much anxiety at first I'd have to delete things or I'd, you know, throw my phone or call my mom after I'd post something about my like journey and, you know, um, how I kind of started making things better for myself. And yeah, it was, but things get better. (laughs) That's for sure. In that sense. Yeah. Yeah, no. And and that's, it sounds like you like releasing some of the fears that you were internally saying to yourself, releasing it even like to your mom and to your journal really helped you kind of move forward and, and, and take that leap to, you know, following your dreams and whatnot. You did mention Mm -hmm. that you got anxiety and maybe you were feeling really vulnerable sharing your story. And I know a lot of people feel that way when we first start businesses or put ourselves out there where, you know, we're afraid of being seen and afraid of what people will say and, you know, the fear of being vulnerable, like they're, people are going to know too much about me. Um, mm-hmm. But I, there's so much power in that vulnerability because you're in that sense, you're helping so many people, right? So mm-hmm. I'd love to know like how you kind of overcame that. Um, I just kept doing it. I just mm-hmm. kept pushing myself to do it. Um, yeah. 
And honestly, I have I have this one friend and she is amazing and she has started her own podcast as well and she does um you know a lot of like public speaking in front of a lot of people and I was talking to her about it because I was struggling. She was just like just keep doing it. She was like I promise you it gets easier every time and honestly that's the truth. Um it's it's hard the first couple of times but if you keep pushing yourself to do it it is so rewarding because i have had people reach out and say you know what you are sh- what you're sharing is helping me and that makes such a difference you also learn that you're not alone in what you're going through oh, yeah. too um when you yeah. like express what you're going through and make it kind of a normal thing that you can talk about people like really appreciate that and they like resonate with that and that is so rewarding that it makes it all worth it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and you're doing them that also means you're doing it for the right reasons too and and you know that's it's it goes back to your why and why you're doing what you're doing it's because you want to help people you want to make them happy you want to help them through their healing journey and that's it's all very powerful um what advice would you give to other people in similar situations who might have some sort of invisible injury or, or chronic illness and they you know they're stuck and want some more to their life like what what kind of advice would you give them um i would give them the advice to just find any outlet of any way to talk about it, mm-hmm. whether yeah. it's literally them, you know, writing down in a journal, like my first step, or even recording themselves on their phone, just like getting it out. Because um, I kind of learned it's it's an energetic thing to kind of express and get out everything that you're feeling, and like kind of dump it out. And I almost feel that you make room for more like positive things to come into your life because you're like, you're declaring that like you want change now. Like this is, you know, this is it. I'm done like thinking this way. Um, Yeah. So yeah, just find some way to talk about it any way you can. I'm always here as well. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about the business that you started and what you're trying to achieve with it. Um, Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is I've kind of um, put together these self-care sessions. And um, what I found along uh, my Reiki journey is that um, it is very uncommon in the Western world. Um, like not a lot of people know about Reiki, um, and not a lot of people like my age know about Reiki at all. Um, so what I'm trying to do with the self-care sessions is like bridge that gap, um, between, you know, this is something that you can do for self-care, but listen, like this is something that has been helpful for like over a century as well. And this is how we can incorporate it into our healing Um, And kind of, I guess I I don't know what word to say, but say like normalize it and bring it like more kind of mainstream. And, um, you know, a lot of work with chakras was something that helped me um, personally. So it's something I've been trying in those self-care sessions as well. And 
the feedback I've gotten has been amazing. And the connection with like my clients that I've had so far has been really, really, really wonderful too. So um, yeah, I'm trying to, I guess, simplify it. Like Reiki, when I first even heard of it, I was like, what is that? You know, like, what is that? And I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to admit that at all. Um, so I, I was the same. I honestly, I didn't even know what it was until I went to the actual like class to learn. I was like, yeah. are you gonna your hands? Like, what is there stuff? Like, what's going to happen? Like, what, what is yeah. it? But it was just so, I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to try it. I want to learn how to do this, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. No, I exact for same for me. Like I honestly had never heard of a chakra before I went to my first Reiki. Um, you know, I'm sure the word had been said around me, but it wasn't really in my level of like where I was yet. So I never paid attention to it. Um, but I always say like that first um, level one Reiki for me felt like kind of, it felt like kind of coming home. You know, it put words to thoughts and feelings that I have always had my whole life about wanting to give people good energy and mm -hmm. care for them and being able to pass that to them. Um, so it was really, I don't know, just amazing to kind of yeah. have that connection when walking into it, you know, not really knowing. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely understand what you're saying. I like I just I feels like almost like a superpower to have be be in tune to Reiki energy. I, I yeah. just love having it in my in me. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's a good life. Uh, what did my Reiki master say? It's a good thing to have in your life toolbox. I love yes. when she says that. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> um, I would agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah, pretty much. That's uh, my self care sessions there, you know, about um, half an hour to 45 minutes of explaining what Reiki is, um, introduction to the chakras, um, we do some guided meditations, and then I'm doing um, 30 minutes distance Reiki mm -hmm. um, per session on the client. So yeah. it's really cool. They're getting a little bit of everything. So yeah, it's great. It's a great introduction to to like, I guess, spirituality, if, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and where can people find you? Um, so you guys can find me. I um, my Instagram page is tailored to nature. It's a two, like the number. Um, <laughs> and then I also have um, my website, which is www.tailoredtonature.com. Um, and then my email as well. Um, same thing as tailored to nature at gmail.com. So awesome. um, yeah, yeah. I'll link everything in the show notes. So anybody <laughs> interested in talking to a concussion warrior who can help you with your healing journey. Taylor is wonderful and a delight to speak to. So definitely reach out to her. Um, but thank you so much, Taylor, for, for telling us about your journey and sharing all of these like great tips for, for anyone out there who needs it. And yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely talk to you later. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so, so much for having me, Jazz. Okay. Bye. Take care.